coffee. You got to love it. Welcome back. I want to welcome you back, all of you. You're listening to Fly Penguins Fly Game Day Podcast. This is episode 130, stinking one. I'm your host, Jeff Taylor. How you doing? I'm from New Jersey. I live in Pittsburgh, and this podcast is for you, for Penguins fans like me, and for hockey fans all around the world, even fans of the Spruce Grove Saints. Did I get that right? I probably have the town wrong. Uh, follow on Twitter at PensPod, on Instagram at FlyPenguinsFly, and subscribe to the Fly Penguins Fly YouTube channel. You can find the link for that channel in today's episode notes. Tonight, your Penguins get a visit from the Winnipeg Jets, who are coming off of a victory, but in net for that W was Connor Heliobuck, meaning we'll likely get David Riddick tonight. Might mean a better chance for the Penguins to take advantage of the Jets here at home in Allegheny County, Pennsylvania. Uh, Dustin Tokarski, per head coach Mike Sullivan and many other esteemed journalists, uh, including Josh Getzoff, voice of the Pittsburgh Penguins and friend of the show, Scroll on back in the RSS feed there and uh, listen to my interview with Josh Getzoff. It was a it was a humdinger and a and a lot of fun and honor for me to sit there and chat with the voice of the pens. And Josh said in a tweet earlier today that he saw with his own eyes Dustin Tokarski go off the ice first in this morning's optional skate. Also on the ice was Taylor Fadoon, who uh, was recalled by the Pittsburgh Penguins. From the Wilkesbury Scranton Penguins, more notably, Mark Friedman has also been recalled, and uh, I have no idea what that will mean as far as him playing or not. He's getting his NHL daily rate though, which is nice for the Friedmans. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. That'd be a nice television show, right? Just did I even say the word television just then? It doesn't matter. TVSN was the word that I said. Here's a tweet from Trib Lives, Seth Rorabaugh. If you don't already follow Seth, please do on Twitter. Maybe I'll bring up that Twitter account in just a second. But here was the tweet from Seth. Quote, Mark Friedman's week, colon, Tuesday, scratched. Wednesday, sent to Wilkes-Barre and scratched. Did not arrive in time to play. Thursday, traveled to Charlotte did Mark Friedman, for a road game with the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Pens, the Baby Pens, Friday, recalled to Pittsburgh. So outside of the Pittsburgh area, there's some other news going on in the hockey world. Sergachev uh, from Tampa Bay Hockey and Electric Company was fined the maximum allowable amount, 5,000 smackaroons for roughing Connor Garland of the Vancouver Canucks. You've probably seen the clip if, you, if you're on the hockey Twitter quite a bit. It was a really, really nasty punch. Kind of leaned over uh, the mouth of the goal was Sergachev catching Garland square in the a chops with his a fist. And, you know, I'm confused over decisions of this nature on the part of the player safety department of the National Hockey League because you're giving a guy a $5,000 fine. You're saying the maximum amount, but not any suspension. To me, it's like, Leave a little money in the guy's pocket and give him a suspension. Or screw that. Suspend him a game as well. Find him the money. We don't like the play. You're suspended a game. I guess, I don't know, a guy like Sergachev, what, did he, what does he care about more? Do they call him up? Do they 
intrigue to find out what his intrinsic preference would be and then give him the other one. I also want to talk about a name that's very new to me. Nela Lopushanova is the pronunciation according to Google Translate in Slovakian. Okay, now Nela Lopushanova of the women's Slovakian U18 team has had a wildly successful U18 tourney over in Sweden, one of my ancestral homelands. I have played a couple of gigs there, co-fronting the uh, Donnie McCaslin group. What's up to Donnie? Big DM. Home base of the IIHF is Sweden. That's the governing hockey association who runs the men's World Juniors Championships and, in my opinion, does not do enough for women's hockey. Doesn't put enough money uh, behind it, that is. Hopefully, though, uh, Nela Lopushinova's stunning Michigan tally, briefly creating a tie score in her Slovakian team's loss to Sweden uh, yesterday in the quarterfinal. But that's going to become a name that you're going to hear more of, right? Seven goals, three assists in four games in that tournament. That's never been done before by a 14-year-old in men's or women's any kind of IIHF-sanctioned world hockey tournament at that highest level. So congratulations to Nela. Why don't you come on the, the podcast? Come on, Fly Penguins Fly, and do an interview with me. Let's talk about why you're so cool. You got to see the video of Nela's uh, Michigan, successful Michigan attempt against, against a Swedish goaltender whose name I do not know at this time because she didn't execute the Michigan, and I'm not up on all the roster names for that U18 women's Swedish team. Andrew McCutcheon, former one-time now-again pirate, has signed a one-year deal to return to the city of Pittsburgh, and yep, he is going to be a pirate once again. So since I'm so new here uh, as a lifelong Mets fan, too, I don't really know that much about Kutch, except that I saw him do very good things against the Buckos when the Brewers came to town last summer. Actually, the night that we drove our U-Haul into town, Ashley and I, the Pirates beat the Brew Crew 8-7. to The next night, our brand new neighbor, David, gave us a pair of tickets so that Ashley and I could head down to PNC Park on the tee and watch what we hoped would be the second of back-to-back wins for the home team. However, the score ended up being 19-2 to Milwaukee. Milwaukee. In the words of the great Alice Cooper, playing himself in Wayne's World. Yikes, that was a lopsided victory for the for the Brewers. So onwards and upwards, Pirates fans. And if you see me in a Mets cap around here in Pittsburgh at any point, you just ask me and I will switch over to my Manny Sangian. Am I saying his last name right? I'm such a noob here. Uh, autographed cap. Because Manny was, you know, signing signing over by his his cafe there, his his uh his food spot in in the ballpark, and I immediately took advantage of that, got my cap autographed. Nice thing about a pirate's cap is the bottom of it is often yellow, depending on which hat you have. Great place for for autographs. When in Rome, uh, plus who doesn't want to see the pirates win a few games? I do. It's a beautiful ballpark, maybe my favorite place to watch baseball in the entire MLB, and I've been to quite a few parks. Now, before I go today, I am going to share with you a brief excerpt from all Roads Home, Brian Trottier's brand new memoir. I was lucky enough to get my copy signed when 
Brian sat for a signing pregame at PPG Paints Arena just before that thrilling win the Pens had over the New York Rangers a couple weeks back. Since then, I've just been tearing through Trotz's new book, highly recommended, especially if you're into uh, hockey memoirs, autobiographies, things of that nature. I'd like to talk just a bit about uh, the matchup tonight, these Winnipeg Jets at Pittsburgh Penguins matchup tonight, uh, puck drop shortly after 7 o'clock p.m. East Coast time. You know, the last time I saw the Jets visit the Penguins was October of 2019. I'd just gotten a pretty sweet new new job. I'd been cast in a musical, a musical which never ended up coming to the stage because of the pandemic and other things, but it was a very exciting time, and I was getting some sweet little checks, so I bought Richard Cole, my friend of the show and uh, hockey shaman uh, pal, along with me. We took the drive from Jersey out here to Pittsburgh to see the Jets come to town to play the Penguins. It was Mike Lang night at PPG Paints Arena. I got a sweet bobblehead. Penguins, unfortunately, lost that game. We did get to see Crosby score a goal, I believe, and we had great tickets. They were right down by the ice. But I want to talk about tonight's matchup and your Penguins, where they currently stand, and that's still led by Sidney Crosby. He's played 40 games on the season, hasn't missed a game, 21 goals, 27 assists for 48 points. That is just phenomenal. Cole Harbor, Nova Scotia's own. Evgeny Malkin, second in scoring on the Penguins roster currently. 39 points, that's 14 goals and 25 assists. Jake Gensel, 17 goals. Back on the horse after getting a couple the other night in Arizona. 20 assists for 37 points. So Jake's getting close to the 20-goal mark as well. You know, Gino picked up a couple of goals the other night, going from 12 to 14 in just one game. Absolutely killing it. Now looking over on the Winnipeg side, it is winger Kyle Connor. Jersey number 81, look out for him tonight because that is going to be good enough for eighth best is Kyle's points total, running points total in the NHL this season. Eighth best with 21 goals, 31 assists. That's good for 52 points with 48 points is Pierre-Luc Dubois. And as I figure out where he sits, he's 16th best a couple spots uh, in front of Sidney Crosby, who the captain of your Penguins is tied for 16th place this season in points, tied with none other than Alex Ovechkin. But yeah, Pierre-Luc Dubois and Kyle Connor, both in the top 20 point getters in the NHL this season. That's 19 goals, 29 assists for 48 points, and it's Josh Morrissey, third best on the team for the Jets, but absolutely raking it up with the assists. Eight goals, 39 assists for 47 points. Folks, watch out for the Jets tonight. It's going to be about containing some of this offensive power that they have gotten. If I look at the lines, uh, two of the names that I just mentioned makes perfect sense. Pierre-Luc Dubois centering the first line for the Jets with Kyle Connor on his left wing and Nikolai Ehlers on the right wing. And then Mark Scheifele with Cole Perfetti on the left and Blake Wheeler on the right wing. The last time that that other example of when, and notable, I should say that the third highest point getter on the Winnipeg Jets is a first pairing defenseman in Josh Morrissey. So they, they are, they're a deadly squad, folks. Look out tonight. 
It's going to be tough on that last time I saw the Pens play the Jets, Dustin Bufflin figured in pretty significantly in that game. And that's obviously not going to be the case tonight as Dustin has hung him up for good. All right, so I'm going to get things wrapped up. But before I do, I promised you I was going to read a small excerpt from Brian Trottier's memoir, All Roads Home. This is the opening to Chapter 11, Lessons from the Vets. The whole first season, meaning the whole first season that he was with the Islanders, the New York Islanders, who he was drafted by way back in the 70s. He says, the whole first season I felt like a kid. I was amazed to be in the big leagues, playing against men who were so strong, trying to succeed while at the same time trying not to get killed. I was competing against players who were bigger and stronger than me. It was trial by fire. Even though a lot of good things were happening for me on the ice, I knew I had to get stronger. The first time I played against the Montreal Canadiens, Larry Robinson, thank God he's not a mean person, took me out in the corner and pinned me against the boards. My chest and my face were pressed against the glass. It wasn't like he took me out and just rammed me into the boards. He just squeezed me in there like a vice. Then he lifted me in the air so my feet were off the ground. I was dangling. I had no leverage. I couldn't even push myself away because my arms, my chest, my face, everything was pinned. The fans who were sitting against the glass in that corner of the Montreal Forum must have been laughing their rear ends off, seeing me stuck up there like a suction cup. Then Larry let me down gently and politely and said, There you go, little guy. I was furious and also embarrassed. I was thinking, Damn it, Robinson, you're so damn strong and I hate you. And why do you have to be so damn nice about it? He's not just a great player. He was a gentle giant until he got mad, and I didn't want to make him mad. <laughs> so it's just a fun book, a lot of great stories in there, particularly Trotz's upbringing in Saskatchewan, living on a really simple ranch with oil heating that they had to refill by hand every night before all the kids went to bed. Can't recommend it enough. Pick up a copy. Uh, that is going to wrap things up for me on today's episode of the Fly Penguins Fly Game Day Podcast. Go ahead and throw me a follow on Twitter at PensPod, on Instagram at Fly Penguins Fly, on Instagram. No marbles in my mouth, please. Uh, at Fly Penguins Fly, and please subscribe to the Fly Penguins Fly YouTube channel. Link to that in today's episode notes. Remember, if you've got a penguin fan pal who needs to know about this pretty sweet penguins pod, Please tell them about it. P-poppin', Papalupa. The more black and gold in the house, the better. All right, Penguins fans, you can watch tonight's home game versus the Jets of Winnipeg live from the paint bucket in downtown Pittsburgh on AT&T SN in the Pittsburgh area and on ESPN Plus everywhere else as longtime listeners. Well, know one of my favorite ways to tune in is via terrestrial radio or on the web at 105.9 x FM. Enjoy tonight's Pittsburgh Penguins home game versus the Jets. And, of course, let's go, Pens!